I am imperfectly perfect tweet, an expert on nothing with an opinion on all things. Don't box me into your ideas of what you think I should be. We will discuss all things in random fashion. Good afternoon on this nice, fine, rainy Saturday. So, this is Imperfectly Perfect Tweet, an expert on no things with an opinion on all things. And I want to share one of my favorite theme songs from a TV show, um, The Golden Girls. And I am not a singer. Please don't come for me. I know it, but my heart is in it. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. And if you threw a party, you would invite everyone you knew. You will see the biggest thing it is for me. And I want to say thank you for being a friend. I know that I botched the words on that song. I know. I do not recall them. Initially, I did know them. (laughs) But I forgot them while I was singing. So it's okay. Thank you for being a friend today. I want to talk about friends. I am currently in a place that I do not expect where I currently do not have any friends. Now, that is not a slight against me. And then it's not a slight against anyone who was in my life and no longer is. I promise you, it's nothing like that. Um, Sometimes... People just grow apart, and that's okay. I know that when I was younger, my best friends in the whole world were my cousins. They still are, but we don't see each other as much as uh, we did when we were younger. When we were younger, we practically saw each other like all day, every day. Sometimes we lived in the house with each other, or sometimes we simply visited one another's um, homes. All the time, like grandma's house was like the home base. It was headquarters and everyone joined there. My first best friends were my cousins. You know, uh, we're just all busy and our life takes us in different directions a lot of times. Sometimes it's the children or the scheduling or jobs, relationships. But the love is no less. But as you um, get into school... And a lot of times we went to different schools, my cousins and I, we went to different schools and you meet different people. Um, I remember when I was in kindergarten, I was very painfully shy and very painfully quiet. And I had uh, transferred to a new school. And I remember, I cannot remember these girls' names specifically, but they were nice. And we, they were, they befriended me and they came over to me and I was worried and that I wouldn't have any friends and that I wouldn't know anyone. And I was scared (laughs) and they were so nice and so kind. And I remember that my kindergarten teacher was 
amazing as well as my preschool teacher um was amazing and they just wanted me to feel um welcome maybe it was a teacher who told the girls to make me feel welcome but it just alleviated a lot of the stress that I had and I remember thinking when I wasn't getting her in everyday life I hope they're still my friend today <laughs> now that may seem unrealistic to people but I genuinely remember thinking that and um Pretty much they were, but, you know, kids can be temperamental or have a new best friend the next day or maybe, you know, never want to be your friend anyway. Um, sometimes you can have surprising surprising um, encounters, unexpected encounters with other children. I remember my um, kindergarten, my first best friend in first grade, and I remember that teacher as well. She was very lovely, Miss Davidson, Mrs. Davidson. And... um. She was so sweet. She became my teacher first grade and second grade. And I remember um, I had a friend. She was so funny, like outrageously funny. I don't remember any of the things she was saying to me in first grade, but she always made me laugh. And she was so cute. I won't mention names because I don't know if I have permission to, to mention these people's names. But I remember my best friend's name like clear as day. Um... And she was just always so funny. She had this really thick, luscious hair. And she was short and light-skinned. She had a big forehead. And um, I loved her. We sat next to each other. And she probably didn't put as much into um, learning academically as I did. <laughs> but she always made me laugh. Sometimes it would be the faces or... It's just she said the funniest stuff. And right now to this day as adults, she's still funny. Like I see some of her posts on Facebook and she's hilarious. Um, I don't know if she will remember me as her uh, best friend, but she was my best friend. And I think the same people were in our class the second year as well. Um, the third grade. I do not recall who my, yes, I do. I remember my first, best, my third grade best friend. Oh, she was um, like the first Jehovah Witness I had met. And um, she wasn't allowed to wear pants. And I remember in the wintertime, she wore skirts and I was appalled. Like, oh my God, it's cold outside. And you have on a skirt? <laughs> but she was sweet as well. And, um, she was very smart, and I do remember my teacher did not like me. Um, she pinched me because she told me my name was not Tashika because it was not spelled with a T-A. It was Tushika, and she pinched me with her nails, and I hated her from that day forward. Um, she was very mean. She had these long maroon or um, burgundy painted nails, and she pinched me really hard because she told me my name was not Tashika. <laughs> it was two Shika. Because T O is two. <laughs> um, my friend in the fourth grade. I cannot recall having a best friend in the fourth grade, but I remember I always like all people. Um I remember my teacher, she was very, very lovely. She was so sweet, and she gave the best hugs. And even if she wasn't having a good day, she always had a nice smile, and she always called the kids baby. She was, oh, she. I remember she taught <laughs> me how to listen 
to the words of songs. I remember listening to Proud Mary and um, I can see clearly now we had to dig deeper to find the meaning of words to see if we can accurately guess what the writer and singer was trying to convey to us. Um, my fifth grade best friend, as I get older, the, the best friends get foggier. The teachers get a little foggier. But um, um, seventh grade and eighth grade, I remember my best friends. Um, I connect with people who were in my sphere, I guess, because I wasn't... Um, like a popular kid but I wasn't like the outcast who no one talked to I was always in between and that was the space I felt most comfortable in my entire life not being most popular because you would be the center of attention and I wasn't quite comfortable and secure enough to be the center of attention however I did like some attention and I wasn't totally um outcast you know and it was the same way throughout um, my whole life. And as I uh, connected with people later on in life on Facebook, plenty of people have said, you were my first best friend. And I'm like, oh, I'm it made me feel so good, so warm that they remembered that I was their first best friend because they were my best friends, you know, when we were best friends. Um, time and, I guess, transferring to schools or um, changed that. I remember my best friends in high school. It was um, four of us. There were different people who hung around us, who added to the group at different times, but slowly they would all eventually fall off. No one was as permanent as the four of us. Um, three of us attended the same grade school before we um, all went to the same high school, but three of them lived on the same block, so it helped. And um, we didn't necessarily want to be alone, and we connected, you know, really well. Um, but friendship in this day and age is totally different. I thought these friendships would be lifelong. Um, Surprised at some of the unexpected twists and turns that transpired in our life, and we've been there through, through uh, with each other through so many things. And sometimes friendships are more intimate than relationships, although uh, romantic relationships involve sex, and friendships typically don't or at least my friendships didn't include sex. Um, <laughs> they're more intimate. You share more of your hopes, your dreams, your wishes, your fears, your concerns with each other. You're genuinely authentic. You're the most vulnerable in friendships, authentic friendships. Um, then in relationships and different things for different reasons may transpire through living and I know that a lot of um, friendships break up not mine break up be due to um, sleeping with other people's romantic interests and the reason those friendships break up because you were most vulnerable 
with your friend and your friend knew how you felt about the individual. Now, if someone else had gotten with the, your romantic interest, it would not have mattered as much as it matters when a true friend does it. That's the ultimate betrayal. Because you would know how many times a person cried over a romantic interest because they typically probably would cry to you. You would know how deeply they love these people because they share that for you. You would know all the ups and downs of a relationship because they shared it with you. So that is one of the ultimate betrayals. That's why they can forgive the mate, but not you. The mate might not even be permanent. They may find someone else and go with them, but they'll forever remember that you betrayed the friendship. And some people be like, oh, that was so long ago. No, it's the principle that matters. You don't do that. It's like an unspoken rule. And sometimes in certain friendship situations, male and female, it is a spoken rule. You don't deal with my ex. And then some people give you permission. So it's like, if you deal with my ex, maybe I didn't uh, care for them as much. Or... I don't care for you as much. Like maybe the friendship isn't even as real or genuine or lasting if you're okay. Either way, one of the two parties you're okay with not having in your life. Um, sometimes friendships break up over money. I've uh, been a witness to this. Like some people take a long and it may have taken you longer to get it back and the person is so angry and impatient and in concern or impatient and in disbelief that the debt will ever be paid and then they badmouth you to others and eventually you pay it back because that was always your true intent but they can't undo the things that they said and done to you after the fact. Sometimes the debts are never repaid. And it could be a small amount of money. It could be a large amount of money. But money matters. Sometimes you could look at it either way. Well, it took a small amount of money to get these inauthentic people out of your life. And what I'm going to say about money, my personal opinion, if you loan it out, be sure that you don't need it. Never give someone something that you need back immediately because maybe they can never pay you back. So if someone needs $200 urgently and you might need it back next week, then you don't have it to give. That is it. That is all. You don't have it to give. You don't have it to loan. It's like it doesn't exist for you or for them because it's already prepaid. But if you can just give it to them and with the intent and believe that you'll never see those dollars again, then by all means, then do so and help them out. Don't cause stress on the person who you gave the loan to and anger on your part because they might be unable to pay. Don't do that. I don't care who it is. It could be 
whoever it is, just never loan out what you might need immediately back. Just don't do it for all parties involved. It could be $5. Maybe that $5 has to go into your gas tank to get you back and forth to work. You don't have that $5. It's for your gas tank, so you can't give it to anyone. However, if you have 10 and you only plan on putting 5 and you're just going to hold on to the other 5 then okay, you can give that away. But if that $10 is for lunch and it's for gas, then you don't have it. Just don't loan money. Sometimes... Um, Relationships can break up because people don't feel like you are there enough for them. Like, they could have had truly traumatic experiences and they needed someone to be there, to listen, to be present, to sit. Uh, Maybe they've had a death. Maybe they've had a divorce. Maybe they've had a sickness um, with them or someone else in their life. But maybe they just needed you there. Maybe they needed you to listen or to be patient and you weren't there. And it could be for something very trivial, like you wanted to go to sleep (laughs) a lot of times. Uh, When I was younger, everyone should know how much I love naps. (laughs) But in my 20s, because I was just so tired and so exhausted, I prioritize sleep and rest over hanging out with my friends and I'm pretty sure that was a turn off to a lot of my friends you know maybe I lost friends because of that maybe you know people did not want to hang out with me because I wasn't as energized and energetic to do things as they were right now I'm I'm not a completely different person but I'm slightly um recovered and I like to do outings and go places and see things my biggest problem now besides being tired on Saturday, is a lot of people don't share my interest. Um, so maybe it was something very small and trivial. Maybe it was something major. Of A lot of times, I deal with and struggle with taking responsibility for things that, even, that are not even my fault. Like, if I... Um, have a co-worker who's not pulling their weight, I would say, well, maybe it's because I'm not firm enough or stern enough or asking enough or maybe it's just me, you know? But in friendships, too, I make excuses for people that... Um, because I always try to put myself in a position of other people. I always think about me mentally and emotionally to see if I am capable of carrying out the task that I am asking for others. And one of them, um, this thought, um, way of thinking came to me in high school. I remember, um, we were, I was in gym class and there was a young lady and she was so sweet. Uh, she was one of the people who I considered to be a friend. She, um, was very athletic and she, got on the Stairmaster and she asked me how long did I want her to go for and I'm like five minutes and it's not because I was trying to push her or punish her it's because I didn't know like I didn't know how strenuous it was <laughs> to work on to walk on the Stairmaster I, I, I think I had never done it right 
And she did it. And she was able to carry out the task. And she said, now you do it. And I did it. And I was halfway tired. I think I made it to like two and a half minutes and I had to get off. And I was breathing very difficultly. And I was tired and exhausted. And she was like, see, it's not that easy. But she think I did it to be mean. But the whole time is I had no experience. I did not know what it would take. To me, it was just a row of like three or four stairs that went around and around. I didn't think about how tiring or exhausting it was for the whole body. So <laughs> if you remember who you are and you had gym class with me in Western House, I was not trying to be mean. I was simply ignorant of what it took to walk on a Stairmaster. I loved you then and I love you still, but you have given me something to travel through life with. Do not put things and expectations on people that you yourself cannot carry out, you know? Um, so friendships can be very complicated. Sometimes one of the biggest pet peeves for me in friendships is when your friends bring other people into the friend situation. Now, just because this is your friend from here and I'm your friend from here, don't mean that you should necessarily mix friends. Because um, those friends might not like each other. And I had, again, the same group. They hung with people um, who lived on the block with them. I did not necessarily either A, know them, or this one particular person, she and I just didn't get along. And she and I just had this... Um, unspoken thing that we didn't speak to each other when we were not in the presence of the friend group because we didn't like each other. Um, I don't know why she didn't like me. I just didn't care for her. She didn't do anything um, particularly bad to me or she just seemed to not like me. So I in turn returned the energy. You know, I had not done anything to her. I'm always um, open and welcome to other people. But um yeah, she didn't care for me. And people shouldn't um, mix their friend groups because different sides of you come out with different people. If you're not the same with everyone, then don't bring those people around because people will look at you differently. They may see different sides of you that they might necessarily like in the presence of other people. I'll look at you questionably if you're, um, if you seem to drop your ethics and moral around certain people and then bring that around me if you're ethical and moral around me then please by all means remain that way you know don't bring this other wretched side out that I don't necessarily like um it'll be unappealing it might cause our relationship to shift based on the new light that I'm seeing you in um I am ghetto bougie very proud to say it um and I believe it's a 50-50 mix, I would like to think. Or maybe it's 40-60 mix. 40% ghetto. I love my ghetto side. Nope, I'm going to say this is 50-50. Other people may beg to differ, but um, yeah, that's a side of me that live for the shits all the time. <laughs> Even when I'm dealing with the parents, uh, I might not necessarily be as nice to them. I am very try and um, straightforward, and that is very off-putting 
to parents and it's not intentional. I promise it's not a, intentional that um, I don't intend to be offensive in any way, but um, I don't even know it, but it's my authentic self. You know, I always try to be mindful of how and what I'm saying to people so that I don't offend. But when I notice you're okay with offending me, then gloves off, baby. We can do it together, okay? I'm going to match your energy. If you want me to behave in a certain way to you, then you, you need to behave in a certain way to me. Again, back to friendship. Um, friendships are... People would love it if they remain lifelong. I'm always envious of um, friendships that do remain lifelong. Friendships are, friendships hold your secrets <laughs> if they're long enough. And like I said, it could be more intimate than uh, romantic relationships because you're open, you're honest. All the Bullshit that you probably won't tell your spouse and your children. You will openly tell a genuine, authentic friend. Another thing I don't like about friendship is the gossip. The maliciousness. Sometimes um, in friend groups, there could be maliciousness. It could be jealousy. Um, I used to gossip, but not um, to spread badness, but just to share information. <laughs> And then my friends be like, I'll be, she just going to tell A, B, and C, A, B, C. And I'll be like, oh, that's probably not the best. And then I realized that they didn't want to tell <laughs> me certain things. Or they would say, don't tell so-and-so. And I'd be like, well, you shouldn't have told me. <laughs> and I just don't like the pressure of not being honest or the pressure of forgetting and slipping up. I don't like pressure like that. Don't tell me if I can't tell someone else. Because it's just too much. I mean, sometimes people speak unthinkingly, you know? Um, I would like a new friend tribe, a new soul tribe, and I'm looking for my soul tribe. Uh, people who are uh, like-minded and goal-oriented as me, but just genuine and authentic people who I don't feel are in competition or feel some type of way or might not necessarily like me or who don't think that I'm cool enough. I mean, I don't smoke weed like I used to in my youth. I haven't done that for quite a while. I like to drink a little wine occasionally, uh, but that's pretty much it. I don't need substances to be me. I like me sober. I had a bad trip. <laughs> A couple of times um, getting high and that doesn't appeal to me I like to be sober I don't want to repeat um, bad experiences so if that doesn't sit well with you and you are a smoker and by all means then find your tribe because I'm looking for mine and I'm I'm trying to retire early and I'm looking for a group of women who are just as ambitious um, and not catty and who can share travel and not just about sex and oh, I'm just looking for my people um but friendships are great and I miss them
Um, so anyway, this is a perfectly perfect tweet with um, an opinion on all things and an expert on nothing. Um, until next time.